The following podcast is presented by Secret Room Multimedia. Listening to Fair Point. I'm Nathan Capiser. And I'm Craig Lewis. Wow. This is our 37th episode. In a row? We do have a little bit of news. We always have news, Nathan. Yeah, uh, we have a little bit of Fair Point news. Over the past week or so, we were hit with a little bit of bad news, good news. Bad news, our site got shut down. Those fucking communist bastards though it is on back on now good news our site got shut down because episode 34 was downloaded and listened to over a thousand times in a week now look at those big numbers we got a thousand and little did we know when we signed up for the plan with unlimited bandwidth we didn't have enough bandwidth on the plan but nathan it's unlimited yeah i uh spent hours and hours on the phone Arguing the definition of unlimited, what the prefix un means. So you're telling me that unlimited means limited, as in finite? Yeah, more or less, our plan has limited bandwidth, but it's called unlimited. Like, I could sit here, God, we'd be here way too long, but I could sit here and go through the conversation I had. It was actually pretty funny. I I, I got some some wit in there. Like, Yeah, you got a few quips in there. uh, Actually, sir, unlimited bandwidth doesn't actually exist. Oh, really? That's that's funny because your company claims that they sell it. So, you know, I'm thinking I should start a company that sells unicorns. Uh, you know, maybe people are listening like, well, duh, you know, it's hard to get a shared plan then, and then be able to use hog up all the bandwidth. But don't pitch it as unlimited. Uh, yeah, then. it shouldn't be legal to market something as the exi- – they'd be like, we have to put a cap on the bandwidth because other people use the server and if – too much bandwidth is being used by one user. It can cause problems for the other users. And I'm like, yes, I understand that. I, I would just like you to know that there's a word for this concept you're pitching to me, and that word is limited. Uh, the, the word unlimited means the exact opposite. At least give us an said. estimate of how much Dude, we can use. They actually tried to use the speed limit as a metaphor. They said when you sign up for any service, there's the a limit. The speed unlimit? It's just like a speed limit on the highway. And I'm like, yeah, see, the key difference between these two scenarios is that I've never been driving, looked out the window, and saw a sign that said speed limit, unlimited MPH. That's the key uh, difference here. Oh, God. So basically, if you get a shared plan, that means you, you aren't planning on having a lot of traffic at your site. Uh, you aren't planning on having you know, a lot of people viewing it. Which I don't that I find that crazy. Isn't the point of setting up any kind of website, whatever you decide to do, don't you want as many people to see that as possible? Certain websites plan for more bandwidth usage than others, which which is why I was told that we needed a plan with more bandwidth. Which is why I retorted that we we 
already anticipated that, which is why we chose the plan that had unlimited bandwidth. <laughs> because we figured there was no number higher than infinity, but apparently a thousand is higher than infinity in is too much in a server much. host world. So hopefully, let this be a warning to any aspiring podcasters out there. Definitely. You, if you're dealing with audio and video downloads, you don't want a plan with unlimited bandwidth. You're going to want to have to spend the extra buck and get to on get, a private server. You know, uh, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't get super angry while talking about oh, this. I, cause, oh, now. Oh, yeah, I did Because I, I know you did. I know you did. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm like, damn, I'm almost glad I have to be at work instead of they, dealing they with this They tried to belittle me. Here. They're like, sir, are you very technologically savvy? Because do you oh, understand oh, how the technology oh, works? Oh, because you don't oh, seem oh, to be oh. grasping this. And I'm like, uh, sir, are you very literate? Like, do you understand how prefixes work? Because you don't seem to be grasping that I do understand the limitations. What I don't understand is why you are marketing them as Bad. unlimited when Bad. they're the exact opposite Bad. of that. But regardless, um, basically the fallout of this is temporarily episode 34 is not available on iTunes. Uh, if, you, if you look at our archive of episodes, it will still be there. But if you attempt to play or download it, it will not play or download. Now, hopefully, by the time you've listened to this, because within a month it should be totally fixed, uh, by the time you've listened to this, it's probably not a problem anymore. But until that time comes... You can just head over to our SoundCloud page, Fairpoint Podcast. Yeah, brand new SoundCloud page. Created just for this particular instance. Of course, just like our Facebook and our YouTube, soundcloud.com slash Fairpoint Podcast. Or just download the SoundCloud app on your iPhone or your Android or whatever. See us for the time being, number 34, the RPG episode's there. And in the future, when we don't need to host that one there, we'll be hosting a different episode every week there. Maybe it'll be an older special. Maybe it'll be the most recent episode. Maybe we could use that, yeah, as like, kind of like a special features page. So, yeah. Kevin Smith has a new movie he's working on. Is it fucking Clerks 3 or no? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's... Kevin Smith, that's the guy that's retiring from filmmaking, right? Yep, that one. I think he changed his mind on that. Because <laughs> it was after Hit Somebody, and then it was after Clerks 3, and then it was after Clerks 3 and Tusk, and then it was after Clerks 3 Did and Tusk ever actually and happen? The Crapture. Not yet. It got changed into a TV series, a miniseries. Ah, so you're not talking about The Crapture either, are you? Because he just recently announced a new movie, The Crapture, although nope. that might have not been the title. Have you heard of that one? Uh, no. It's about um, the rapture happens. Oh, wait. Yes, I did. This is yeah. all the people that were left over team up with hell to fight back because they don't want to be banished to nothingness. Huh. Interesting. Well, he has, he has come up with another idea. And I think this is just him podcasting and, and coming up with um, great – they just – you know, make jokes, and then they end up turning it into a movie or something. Uh, although he did say he was gonna, he wasn't gonna start filming this until Clerks Three was finished. So this movie coming out is doing an anthology on the Krampus. The Krampus, Santa Claus's little yeah, demon know, the little, that little punishes the bad about, kids. Uh, he's gonna make it an anthology movie actually, with four different short stories involving the Krampus. So will it? Will they all be directed by Kevin Smith, or no, are there guest one. directors? Just one will be directed by Kevin Smith. Uh, one is going one. Uh, Winona Ryder. <laughs> one of the directors is Jason Mewes himself. 
fucking cool. That is great, isn't it? Uh, another director is his friend, Annie McElfrish. Okay. And interestingly enough, Jennifer Schwalbach, his own wife, is going to be directing another That's fucking stories. cool. No way. So she's cutting her teeth into some uh, filmmaking. She, she's breaking the ice there. Who knows? Well, everyone Maybe knows I love Christmas and I love Kevin Smith. So, And I think the best news, too, though, is that this movie isn't going to start until after he finishes filming Clerks 3. This from his own mouth. So we're he, holding it to that, He wants to start Kev. filming Clerks 3 in April. So That's great. Fingers fucking crossed. I'm really pumped for Clerks 3. I it's It's hard for me to get very excited for new movies. I'm very excited for the new Star Wars movies coming out. With the original cast, that's exciting, but nothing quite lives up to going to see a new Jersey Kevin Smith movie in theaters. But on top of all of that, buddy, my friend over here, mi amigo, this just maybe when he said that he was done directing and making movies, that was just him starting to get burnt out. And he was started, you know, doing his other shit for a little bit, podcasting and whatnot. And these ideas are just coming. He's like, well, I, I, I feel like it's a duty to the public to make these into movies. Kevin and- Smith's a lot like me. He has a ton of ideas, and he doesn't always do all of them. And Hold his, on. His, it, Hold it, on. I need, we need to stop this for a second. <laughs> Rewind that. Are you really comparing Kevin Smith and yourself? <laughs> I, I don't. Bold I, words, I can't shine sir. The, I can't shine the man's shoes. I'm just saying. Like, all in right. the sense that, like. He has a lot of ideas, and he doesn't actually finish and follow through with a lot of them because his mouth is a lot faster than his production schedule. Right, because like, as soon as you start working on something, then like out of nowhere you'll have a fever dream, and you'll think of a new thing to start working <laughs> on. If you were to buy a house, to purchase a house, I, I know at this moment, in this juncture in both our lives, we are not at the financial stability to go out and purchase our own home. But if you were, would you at least check out a home that was supposedly haunted to live in. Would you ever want to live in a haunted house? Probably not, but I guess that depends. What if it was only slightly haunted? <laughs> only slightly haunted, you say? Just slightly. Okay. You so know. It's, it's not full-blown haunted. Occasional appearances and apparitions, uh, your usual we, banging at three thirteen in the morning. We just we just look. We're looking in the classifieds for a home, and it's like available now. One unhaunted home, <laughs> and we move in, and there's just all these clanging and, and banging, <laughs> you know, voices in the night, and we're like, I know where you're going. No, you said this home was unhaunted, and they're Take like, Take well, the ad. It's down. unhaunted to a reasonable extent, sir. No, I want a yes or no answer. Is this house haunted? <laughs> Are you real estate savvy? <laughs> I didn't take the test to become a real estate agent, no, so I can't say I am. There was a house, though, in Dunmore, Pennsylvania, that the homeowners have decided to sell, and apparently it is slightly haunted. As in they okay. had, I feel like they only say slightly because... Because there hasn't been any, like, demonic forces like, or any, like, it's the, more the playful. Ghost is, the ghost is only really around on weekends. Yeah, yeah, He works yeah. during the week. Yeah, he's out under other He's kids a working beds. ghost. That, that's what happens after death of a salesman. Oh, boom! Yeah, the wife definitely thinks it's haunted. The husband doesn't really, but they've... <laughs> so they agreed to meet in the middle on slightly, <laughs> slightly haunted? Slightly. Apparently, the listing Basically, itself... 
Basically, there's a half-dead guy in the basement. <laughs> he's, he, he's only half-dead. He's still gurgling for air, but they'll, they'll fix right up in another week or two. They haven't had any serious takers, though. Just people that want to come and see a haunted house. Shock. We're not actually interested in buying this place. No. We, just, we just have our camcorder. I Thank wonder you. if the cake is a lie. Thank you for letting us visit at a quarter to midnight, though. We really appreciate that. We, our busy schedule only allows us to check out the house in the twilight hour. Is that an EVP device in your hand? <laughs> so what you're saying is you're not buying this house. I'll slightly buy it mortgage it i actually was reading recently this story about um a police officer who was recounting the many different times he had been called out on quote-unquote like paranormal type calls i don't i don't mean like he was chasing down a werewolf and shit but you know when people call the cops in about bullshit about some of them were pretty creepy like but there was this one about a lady that had moved into a new apartment and she called the cops complaining and the cops said she was very professional and, you know, she didn't seem like she was on any type of drugs or like a crazy person, basically. Well, that's good. And she said that uh, her neighbors, she had very racist neighbors who would just shout, leave the home. Whenever she was inside, they just shouted yeah. up at her from the windows. <laughs> the cop went next door and their neighbors were two elderly women of the same race. They were just huh. as, as sweet as could be. Eventually, they realized it wasn't them, and it was a man that was calling up, and he always seemed angry, and I don't know. It was, it, it was a creepy story. Well, now, when you said about the calls he would go to that had to deal with the paranormal, I was thinking here, people are like, yeah, my house is hainted. <laughs> Come <laughs> down here slightly. and take a look like there. I got this poltergeist. He just won't leave me alone when I'm in the shower. That's my beer time. Well, he brought up another story where – he and a couple other officers were called out to the house, and the, the woman was freaking out. And she's like, I, the house hasn't been blessed. There's something in the basement. So they go down to the basement, and they're looking around, and there's nothing. And they're not hearing anything. And she's like, oh, he's not going to do it. It's not going to do it because you guys are here. So and they're like, all right, whatever. And then just before they leave, the furnace fires up. And it makes this kind of weird, scratchy, rumbly sound when it fires up. And she starts freaking out upstairs. She's like, that's it. That's the sound. That's it. That's and, the furnace, man. Yeah, they're like, ma'am, it's the furnace. She's like, I don't care. I'm getting a priest up in here. <laughs> my, my mama told me that if I bought a house that was not blessed, this would happen. This exact same thing would happen. <laughs> it's unblessed. Is this house blessed? Yes or no? <laughs> Well, speaking of bullshit, let's take a look at some bullshit news, shall we? Bullshit news, bullshit news. Unfair point. (laughs) That's unfair. It's unfair. (laughs) Unfair point news. So this author lady trying to sell books apparently has proof. That Adolf Hitler did not die when we thought he did. Proof, but he, huh? Yeah, he actually fled to Argentina and then Paraguay and then eventually settled into Brazil. And this lady knows all this because, because? Well, no, apparently it's because she has a blurry photo and not, um, and not, not, an, of the podcast not an episode of the uh, fantastic, superb blurry photos podcast. No, it was an actual photo that was blurred. Yes, a legitimately photo that was blurry. And supposedly it shows Hitler in Brazil in the 80s. 
or something and like that. Maybe, that. No, no, no. Maybe it was before the eighties. I think he died in the eighties, and the the photo was probably. And that proves that he was in Paraguay and uh, Argentina. As well, well, apparently that's a popular conspiracy theory. Well, it's him and his girlfriend, who happens to be a black woman. He supposedly took a black girlfriend just to throw people off his trail because he'd be like, "Well, that can't be the Fuhrer." <laughs> she doesn't have blonde hair and blue eyes. And supposedly, now this is the best. Do you part. think the the KKK would beat him up, Hitler? Yeah. If, oh, you know, for, for having, a black, having a black girlfriend. That would be irony. Beaten to death by by the neo-Nazi party. You're such a poser. Hitler's a poser. He ain't real country. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Wally. <laughs> Wally's in the KKK? Holy shit. He always seemed like Get such a him. lovable little chap. Wally. The best part is that this author, apparently, her suspicions were roused when she found this photo of a man named, uh, I don't remember his name, Adolf something, who was apparently known around that town as the old German. And she photoshopped a little Hitler mustache onto him. <laughs> and she was like, hmm, Anybody can stroke do my chin. Now, here's what I don't get. Stroke is, her chin hairs? A, you look at the picture, it's way too blurry. You can't even see dude's face. So there's no reason to Photoshop a mustache onto the face. Everything is blurry except for the mustache. <laughs> right? That's a spitting image of Hitler right there it is. Anything, anything with a Charlie Chaplin stash. Second, when your news story is based on somebody Photoshopping a Hitler mustache onto a photo, I'd say your, uh, your evidence is shaky at best. I would say it was a poor news day. Really slow. But that doesn't even hold a candle to this fantastic news story from Zimbabwe. More bullshit. More bullshit. Apparently, somebody came into a police station with a suitcase. No way. Opened it up. Inside was a bottle filled with blood. From that bottle jumped a goblin. And all the cops just freaked the fuck out. (laughs) Ran out of the room. There were cops jumping out of windows. Why were all these cops there? Because it was a police station. Oh, he walked into the police station. <laughs> I purposely wasn't listening to that part, apparently. that's Generally, there's a lot of cops in police generally. stations. Generally. Okay. So a guy walks into a police station, pulls a bottle out of a, out of a briefcase, and, and a little goblin jumps out, and everybody runs for the hills. Yeah, he wa- this wasn't like a Yet terrorist two attack. Men. He, was, he was like, help me. I don't know what to do with this goblin. Yet two men, two police officers, willingly went to a basement that supposedly had demonic forces in it. I don't see how these stories are connected. I'm just saying they're jumping and they're I running think away. That from a, actually happened. This well, no, no. What I'm saying is these two, there was two police officers that weren't scared to go down to a basement that was supposedly hainted. But a whole room. But a full whole of, room full of police officers see a little goblin and run away. You you can kill a goblin. Well, well, well to be fair, we were only slightly running away. Well, to be fair, we were only slightly scared. Yeah, this didn't happen. Why did this get reported as news? Uh, somebody just made this up. Now, to be fair, it wasn't reported on CNN. I mean, then we'd know it was bullshit. But, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't reported on, like, a respectable news source of any kind. But it was reported on multiple just news Huffington sources. Post? Well, if there's one thing I've learned in the past year is that there are a lot of hoaxes or bullshit stories that tend to get passed off to different multitudes of sites as real. And MSNBC has been a victim of that. Huffington Post has fell victim to that. Fox News, is that's their mainstay. Just 
put up whatever they want. Right. <laughs> Did you see the clip when Fox News reported about um, the jetpacks? About the Los Angeles Police Department. Did I see the clip? I was watching that shit live, dude. I was on Fox and Friends like. Yeah, it was from Weekly World News. It was a clip from weeklyworldnews.com and they reported it as actual news. My favorite is when satirical sites like The Onion, like people will post that on Facebook knowing that it's a joke or whatever. And then see the, the, the comments pour like this can't be real. It's the fucking onion. Well, see, that's the thing, though. Whenever I see an onion video. I'm always, no, I'm always watching it, and I'm like, no fucking way. No way. And then I notice in the corner, oh, it's the onion. What the? (laughs) It always takes me a minute to notice the little onion symbol in the corner. Right. My roommate just the other day was watching one about cops kissing people. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, there's videos of cops, like, kissing people, and they're like, dude, stop kissing me. And he's like, just shut up and let me kiss you. And stuff, and like I'm like, what the fuck? My roommate's like, what the fuck? And then I look in the corner. I'm like, oh, dude, it's the onion. Really? Because the articles I always see, I always see where I always look first at what site it's. Oh, well, I'm from. talking about videos or artic- videos or articles, but like because the way they're posted, most well, like, of the news I see is on my iPhone. I mean, my roommate. So the way it's posted, an uh, article will be posted in the same manner that a video is posted, saying where it's coming from at the bottom before you. Well, my roommate will be it. on his PlayStation looking at YouTube. He'll be scrolling through the videos. You'll just and, see the head t- the headlines. Yeah, the video, and he picks it, and it's playing, and it <laughs> that could be dangerous. <laughs> that could be dangerous because a lot of onion videos are so bullshit and they're right. hilarious too. I love them. Honestly, they're better at bullshit is, stories than these sites that gave your two new stories. <laughs> they're better at bullshit than us too, which is saying something I'd say. I don't know, man. I'm pretty good at bullshit. You can't bullshit bullshit. Noise, noise, noise. Just the facts, just the facts. Clerks is the 1994 film debut of writer-director Kevin Smith. Shot for just over $27,000 in the convenience store where Smith worked, the movie follows a day in the life of 22-year-old clerks Dante Hicks and Randall Graves. Characters have since appeared in several movies, comics, cartoons, and shorts that take place in its fictional universe. The view is universe, if you will? Yeah. Oh my god, dude, that's my shit, dude Like, I fucking love this movie This is my favorite movie, hands down Uh, Clerks is definitely up there I I also love this movie I don't know what it is, there's something that I just fucking love about it Like, Well, you're not alone, man So many people have the same thought that you do on this Yeah, and a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people I talk to love this movie And they all talk about how funny it is And that seems to be the main thing that they love about it And for me, like, yes, it is a hilarious movie but that's not it. Like, there's just something about the characters and the setting and the vibe that I just fucking love. That it makes me feel good. It's comforting to watch. Well, just the fact that most of it is dialogue just between two people. Oh, you know I love dialogue. Day. And the content itself it is is brilliant. Oh, it was groundbreaking for its time. Now it's every day, you know. Now what it's I mean? any any Judd IFC Apatow movie. does this shit and yeah. Judd Apatow isn't nearly as good and his movies are two and a half hours long. Well, true, but you know what I'm saying, like 
there's a lot of lessons out there and you you might sit there and say, "Oh, you fucking dumbass Dante." But, you know, just even the outrageous things, they are things that could possibly have happened in life. Yeah, I lo- in I everyday love it. life of yours. I mean, shit, the characters themselves were based off of people he knew, including himself it's, and Brian Johnson. It's one of those movies too. Clerks, the movies, the comics, all that stuff. Like, I can really watch it, and I love when you can watch a movie and, like, put yourself there, and you just feel like you're there living the fucking story along with them, like, really getting drawn into it. Like, I can really feel like I'm a fly on the wall just at a, a regular day of work. Like, I don't know. Because everything it's, you see is in black and white. I mean, Clerks too. also. Like, Clerks I don't know, too? just the vibe of the... Oh, I love it. And you know I've actually been to the Quick Stop. Of course yes, you know this. I do know this. Oh, it was so cool. A few years ago, my sister and I and a couple of our friends planned a trip. Went down there. It was amazing. I actually, when I went there, this was a few years before Comic Book Men ever came out. I stopped by Jane Sompob's secret stash, and okay. Mike Zapsick was actually the guy working. And you didn't know who he was? No, not at all. Time. Not, I don't think a lot of people did until Comic Book Man came out. Of course. But but that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that is, I was, that is I was, interesting. You, I remember asking him, him too. I was like, so is Walt going to be in today? Like, am I, Do I have a chance to meet Walt Flanagan if I uh, come back at some point today? And he's like, no, probably not. Like, How oh. awesome would it have been if – I bet you Walt would have been Dude. back today. And he's just like, yeah, another fucking fanboy. Get out of here. <laughs> if I came in and Walt Flanagan was working, I would have, I would have fucking no, like, but fanboyed. What if, what if when you boy. had gone, it just started and they were starting to film their first beginning of it and you were just there and you walk in and there's like, what's this camera doing? <laughs> well, this was a few <laughs> years before. It was a while. This was before The Walking Dead had even come out. So Comic Book Men was nowhere on the horizon. That's so awesome, though. I would definitely love to go to the Secret Stash. Now, for me, visiting the Quick Stop was like, you know how much I love this movie. Like, it was like a Star Wars fan being able to go to Tatooine. So I'm very lucky in the respect. That you chose a movie that has an actual place you could go to? Yes. (laughs) And that you don't live more than four or five hours away from it? Yeah, it took us about six six hours to get there, but estimated was four, so... So one thing I really, really dig about Clerks, like I'm sure you're aware, and perhaps the listener is or isn't, that Clerks is the first of a series of movies that are all linked by the fact that they're in the same town. Um, Jay and Silent Bob appear in each of these movies. However, it is not, um, in their timeline, it is not the first that it happened. No. This is one thing that I think is very, very cool. So Clerks was the first movie... But what was the first movie chronologically? Mallrats. Correct. Happened the day before Clerks. And have you ever read, there's a little comic called Walt Flanagan's Dog? (laughs) I've heard of it, but I have not read it. It actually came packaged with the action figures, the Jay and Silent Bob action figures. Oh, yeah? Was he really faster than Walt Flanagan's dog? He was super fast. The dog was, basically the idea was Jay and Silent Bob were hanging out outside the quick stop, got kicked out. Made a little uh, pipe out of a soda can, smoked some weed, got this little dog high as they were chilling against the fence of its yard, the gate, if you will. Okay. And the dog got an instant, huge, as Jay called it, stoner boner, jumped the fence, started chasing them all around Leonardo. That's, of course, their hometown (laughs) in New Jersey. That adventure happens Thursday night. They're running all night from this dog until sunrise. Like they're, They're being chased all over. Sun rises, Jane Silent Bob finally outrun the dog. And they hit up the mall? They decide to go to the mall for an Orange Julius. Because they deserved it. They just outran a dog all night. This is nothing but like a refreshing Orange Julius. 
So Friday, mall rats. Saturday, clerks. Clerks. So incidentally, Thursday, when they're running away from Walt Flanagan's dog and everything. Is the first bit of media from that timeline. Well, yes. Mm Hmm. Is there anything that takes place before that? No, I don't think there is. We've pinned it down. But that's also the day that Julie Dwyer dies. The yes. wake that Dante and Randall go to was, uh, was also the girl that died. and That was supposed to be on the game show in Mallrats. Yes. I just know after watching Mallrats, I had no desire to eat a chocolate-covered pretzel for a long time. <laughs> Something I actually just fucking noticed watching this movie again to prepare for the podcast. Now, mind you, I've watched this movie hundreds of times. I fucking love this movie. Yes. In the last 12, 13 years that I've been familiar with this movie, I never realized that at the end, when Randall leaves and Dante's closing up and then Randall walks back in and he says, you're closed, and he throws something at Dante. Was it the apron? I thought it was his coat or something. It's the sign. Oh, I I assure you you were were open. open. Dude, I never realized that. Oh, my God. I can't. Why didn't I think of that either? You just right? blow my mind. You're closed. You're closed. You're not open anymore. See, I thought you were going to start talking about uh, the alternate ending, and I was like, why would you? Why would, why would I you talk even about bring the it up right ending? now? Unless we want to say spoilers for a 20-year-old movie. For, for an ending that isn't actually in the movie of a 20-year-old movie. Dante gets shot at the end in the alternate ending, if you've never seen it. Um, Right after that, a customer comes in. Dante says, oh, we're closed. And dude pulls out a gun and shoots And does it. And I'm glad that wasn't the ending that they used because then you couldn't have had Clerks too. Yeah. That would suck. Do you think Kevin Smith was, after he he originally shot that, uh, do you think he was thinking, he's like, you know what, I hope I have to make a lot of money off of this, and someday I want to make a sequel. No, actually, he was, a lot of people advised him to take the ending out. He says he put it in there because he didn't know how to end a film, <laughs> and because he wanted it to be, like, deep. It and... makes sense. It was the very beginning of him. I feel like it's also an homage to, like, Empire Strikes Back. Like, they talk about how it ends on a down note, and right. life's full of down endings. And, and yeah, so that was just would have just been perfect if he... Had only wanted to make some kind of art house project here, but I'm glad that it just ended with they're closed, which is great. And another interesting fact of that: Have you watched like the uh, Sundance cut, the cut with that ending and everything? It's on the Clerks X DVD. Uh, yes, then I have. In that cut, also, there's a scene where Randall disconnects the security cameras so he can drink free Gatorade and shit. And that's why ah, yes, he's always yes. drinking free sodas and stuff. That sort of means that the killer Got away would with never it. be caught. Yeah. And you, I'm sure you probably know that the original title wasn't Clerks. There were a few titles. Um, Inconvenience. That was, was the, the first original. title. Man, dude. Oh my god. I am really interested to like read the draft of that script. Do you know a lot of, of what, Inconvenience? Yeah. Do you know a lot about it? Um, I do know that uh, Willem was actually like a scholar- scholarly jerk. That was actually and- that was actually I think up to the draft that they that they used. Willem was supposed to be like that, but Until the, the guy, guy who was going to play him, yeah. yeah so they so had, he had Scott Mosier, 
come and play it, and they just, you know, he just doesn't look like that type. So, <laughs> which I'm sorry, Scott, <laughs> I, that means you just look like a, an idiot. Well, the whole <laughs> tone of inconvenience was going to be entirely different. The idea was that it would follow, I guess, Dante working the graveyard shift, working overnight at like a 24-hour quick stop. Uh, okay, so that way uh, they could shoot and they wouldn't try to pretend it's daytime and... And it, it was easier. it was supposed to be very surreal, like one of those David Lynch esque movies with a with an almost sci fi tone to it, and like the main character slowly wondering if he's losing his mind, like all the weird people that come into the store that late at night, like and just maids. weird shit happening, and yeah, that was probably <laughs> something that was left or over the from Man. the script. Yeah, that was fascinating to wonder like what that movie would have been like you know what i mean i'm so glad we got what we got but it's interesting to wonder in an alternate reality somewhere where that movie got made yeah i would imagine that the guy talking about uh the bullshit tabloid news i i, I would assume that he probably would have been in the original cut too because yeah. you know, i've never you're thought just about talking, this shit think there about like go, what Craig. ones they kept in you know like these the, the really weird people that you see come in you know uh do you think rst video would have been open overnight I don't think so. Probably wasn't in the, that script. Yeah, it was Who probably knows? the two of them were probably just working. I think it was, no, it was just oh, one guy. It was guy. just one guy. Yeah, it was just one guy. Who, they, they wouldn't be, there wouldn't be two people working. Because it was a really shift. psychological movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You guys have Mini Trucker Magazine? Commonly known fact is that Randall and Dante are based on Kevin Smith and Brian Johnson. Yeah, and, and you think, you know, a lot of people, that is a common fact to Clerks fans, but I'll tell you right now that it's not a common fact to just general people that liked the movie Clerks and aren't huge Kevin Smith fans. Of course. Uh, and even people that like, there was more than a few people that, you know, I they're like, this Brian Johnson guy in Comic Book Men, like, he's, there's no way he's that much of like a dude, like kind of like a dick, like a funny dick. And I'm like, oh, that's what Randall was based off of. <laughs> You know, that was Randall in the movie Clerks. Like, that makes so much sense. <laughs> and initially, Kevin Smith intended on playing Randall. And uh, Ernie O'Donnell, the guy that played Rick Darris, yeah. was going to play Dante. Play Dante. I'm very glad that movie didn't happen. Because, I don't think that yeah, movie would have been as he good. He was good as Rick Darris. I don't, Dante, yeah, Brian O'Halloran was just perfect on the spot. Oh, my God. Very, like, incidental how it all happened. Like, Jeff Anderson, the guy that played Randall... Not an actor, just did a uh, audition on a whim, like just to make his friends laugh. Because he, yeah. was, he was hanging out watching the auditions. He was one of Kevin Smith's friends. He, luckiest like, person in the just go up there and read one. Just do one. It'll yeah. be hilarious. And he goes up there, and Kevin Smith's like, "Oh my god, you're playing Randall." And he's like, "Nah, dude, I'm not playing." I'm, you think at the time Brian Jasta was like, "You really think I'm like that? <laughs> <laughs> like you could be Steve, Dave, okay, Brian?" <laughs> little interesting uh, tidbit of knowledge in the movie, Dante wonders why all the prices end in nine or five. Ah, yes, yes. There's an actual historical precedence for that. It was so cashiers couldn't just pocket the money. They would have to make change. And they, of course, would take out the security camera feed first (laughs) (laughs) to make sure they weren't caught on camera. But yeah, so they would have to make change with the bank and that's recorded that the sale happened. Apparently, there are a lot of shitty people out there in the world. Did you ever hear of busing? Uh, like in a restaurant, bus tables and yeah, that was that was gonna be Kevin Smith's second movie. Well, originally, if you watch to the end of Clerks, it says Jay and Silent Bob will return in Dogma. Yep, but of course he didn't have the money to make Dogma right away. He was gonna make a movie called Bussing, which was described as Clerks in a restaurant. 
And that never happened. He ended up doing Mallrats. That's another script that I would just love to fucking just read. Just never dude. happened. Oh my god! Just never happened. It drives me I, nuts. I would love that I to see. I would love to see Kevin Smith's take on uh, people working in a restaurant. It probably wasn't that good though. Like it was him trying he's never to. Done it. Well, no, but I mean, like it was him. Like, oh, cool. People like this movie. I'm going to be able to make another movie of occupation. I'm going to recapture the magic. Do the same thing. You know what I mean? It yeah, probably just wasn't menial that great. labor workers. But I would still. And then the third movie would have been retail. Like I wonder were Jay and Silent Bob in it? Like I don't. You know what I mean? Like there's so many things I wonder. Supposedly selling drugs to all the employees. Yeah. Right. That's what it would be. Supposedly there were like scenes and ideas that were taken out of it and put into either Mallrats or Chasing Amy. But funny enough, did you know that uh, Jason Mewes when they were doing the dance scene, uh, he was very nervous. Yeah. And so everybody had to, like go away. Yeah, they all went in the video <laughs> store. While he him, stood outside stood and just outside, let the just camera roll. And, just him and Kevin. I mean, Silent Bob. When, the, when, when it had nothing to do with the movie, dude would be fucking all over the place. Like, right, right. But this is going to be on a camera. Just this is going to go to shy. film festivals. They can see it, but none of you guys can see me do this dance. Well, he was only like 17 or so when they did crazy. that, too. Just crazy. Yeah. I would have loved to hang out with him at 17 years old. I think Shit, I would love to hang out with him now, but I think according to continuity, Dante, Randall, Jay and Silent Bob are roughly the same age, which was 22 but, at the time. Yes. But in my eyes, I kind of see Jay and Silent Bob as a little younger than them or at least yeah. Jay. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I Jay can, I can see Bob that. Like maybe too. like, uh, them being the same age and being a little younger, being like the high schooler, high school, uh, dope dealers. He has to be, though, because Rick Darris is in Dante's graduating class, right? Yes. Rick Darris, ready to have your mind blown, is Jay's older brother. Got it. There you go. So they have to be younger. So it's Jay Darris. Yeah. Jason Darris. That's legitimate. Like, it was confirmed in interviews. They were going to do, I think it was in Clerks 2, which eventually became Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. It was going to be revealed. Ah, but. gotcha. Wouldn't have been interesting. The, I'm uh, sorry. Clerks 2, hardly clerking. To be contrasted with the actual Clerks 2 that came out. There were originally plans for a movie called Clerks 2, hardly clerking. But the more that movie evolved and incorporated all the characters into it, it sort of just transformed into the into, Jane Silent Bob movie. Right. You know what? Wouldn't have been awesome if they had a little scene where, like, it was just showing how much of a dickhead uh, Rick Darris is and him be, like berating his little brother outside the right outside the quick stop there's so much like there's so much that must have happened at that quick stop because all we've seen in the movie is one day each of the comics and cartoon episodes generally don't encompass more than one day right so we've seen like no more than like a week or two elapsed of that universe you know of that uh, of the things that happened at the quick stop taken some time between like basically traveling as long as But I mean did. as far as adventures at the quick stop. Like adventures uh, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Dante and Randall's work days. Like there's so many days we haven't seen. Yep. That's, that's, that's true. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Clerks live action sitcom pilot that was made? Uh, no. I know of the animated series. That, yeah. Uh, there all was... six episodes that was made and then the movies. And they only showed two of those six episodes on air, and they aired them out of order. But <laughs> no, dude, here. without permission from Kevin Smith, it had nothing to do with him. They hmm. made a Clerks 
sitcom pilot. Just some one of the networks just decided to do this and like try to steal his thunder. Yeah, Using well, I mean, it was owned by Miramax, too? which is owned by Disney, so it was ABC. Okay, I think uh, same characters too, like with Dante and Randall. There was Dante, Randall, and there was a third clerk that worked at like a ice cream stand in the back of the Quick Stop. You know what I mean, like a little ice cream stand. So yeah. would it be? Would it have been okay for them to air this, even if Miramax owned the rights? Yeah, they owned the rights, it? so it was whatever. But they didn't have but, to get Kevin Smith, but he would have been at least due royalty, right? You know who played Randall in this pilot? Fucking uh, Jim Brewer. That is where exactly where I would have guessed. <laughs> had the you given me himself. an opportunity. The goat man himself. And apparently Jeff Anderson and Brian O'Halloran, you know, Dante and Randall, yep. actually auditioned for this sitcom uh, Brian O'Halloran auditioned for Dante, didn't get the part. Even he wasn't he, a good he, enough. Dante. Yeah, even though he played him in the movie. And Jeff Anderson went to audition, and he was told that the part of Randall was already filled, so he auditioned for Dante, didn't get the part. He didn't make a good Dante anyway. How weird would that have been if they were like, "All right, you're All right, Dante. <laughs> you could be Dante." I'm watching Randall. Be How confusing Dante. would that be for like an audience? Like Mind fucking blown. studios are so fucking stupid. You know what? I I feel like I had to have known at some point this had happened because I do remember hearing about uh, Brian O'Halloran uh, auditioning for a Dante role and not getting it because he wasn't good enough. It's to, really rare. He didn't like, fit the original part. A, a, a copy of it went up for $500 and somebody bought it. I think they bought it and they supposedly they promised Brian Johnson that they wouldn't copy it and give it out. So they won't. So they won't put it yeah, on. Yeah, they won't put it on the internet. Let's, uh, they won't copy it. Fuck, man. Which I if respect, I man. Known, they promised Brian Johnson. But at the same time, I'm like, you if motherfucker, I, I want to see it. You and I should have pitched in and bought this. Should have to buy this for 500 We'll pick you this 501 was, Yeah, but this was, like, this was like 1999 to 2001 or something. It doesn't matter that we didn't know each other. We should have. There was no excuse for this. <laughs> I didn't have – well, I, I think I had a job. Yeah, I had a job at fucking Burger King. I was like 17, 18. Yep, we could have done it. Could have done it. I would have borrowed some money or something. Yeah, it was really corny and really bad. Like there's there's like one clip on YouTube, and there's a website that really details it, shows a lot of pictures. Well, good. Serves them right. Serves them right to have at least been bad and never really shown anywhere. Now, Craig, let's uh, let's turn down the lights and and get a little adult here. Turn uh, on the lights and get a little adult. Turn down the lights. Oh, I thought you said turn on. I'm like they are already on. I'm unfortunately, ready. I don't have one of those fancy fancy schmancy apartments. I just have a light switch that goes on and off, so, so I can't, can't actually, actually dim it. Turn down the lights. No. So let's just turn them off completely. Feel the soothing sound. Any children who are listening to this podcast should stop listening now. Matter of fact, you should have stopped listening a long time ago. This is not for children. I mean, sure, go ahead, grab your parents' smartphones, download it, give us the hits. You don't have. You shouldn't be listening to it though. Yeah, just make the parents listen to it. Keep downloading it. Don't unsubscribe. Don't unsubscribe. Just stop listening. Craig, have you ever seen the Clerks porn? No, I've heard of it, but I. I'm not sure if if I've been blessed to not have seen it or if I am doing a disservice to myself having not seen it. As most people are aware, like it's a popular thing in pornography to do like a, a movie parody, like like The Simpsons. 
The Simpsons. There's a Simpsons porn parody. Uh, They're painted. Jesus. There's an Avatar porn parody. There's the a... Beavis and Butthead porn. That, what? Horrifying, but like. <laughs> Horrifying. The, the scenes I watched online and stuff, like, oh my God, dude. It, it, that's a gem right there. And it's funny because we're not watching these out of like, oh, this is hot. I'm going to get my rocks off to this. <laughs> we're watching this out of sheer like. Just this exists? Am- just, yeah, like amazement that this exists. Like you cannot unsee these things once you've seen them. Now there is a Clerks porn parody. It's called, and I totally respect this, Clerks XXX. Makes sense. Yeah, dude. They- Snow Happy Scrappy here. I watched it. I watched you the watched whole Happy thing. You watched Happy Scrappy? No, I watched oh. the whole Clerks porn. I had to. I'm too big a Clerks fan not to. That's weird. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I think I would be like... Oh, that's interesting that it exists. <coughs> we both had to cough at the same time. I knew he was had to cough as he was holding up. I, I was, was like, doing it even before he was. Yeah. I was like, but the clerk's tenth an the clerk's tenth anniversary edition DVD is called Clerks X. So Clerks X X X. That's clerks. pretty cool. Triple X. Why? Why does it called Clerks X the the tenth anniversary? Watching this though, you can really tell the people that made this pornographic film were fans of the original. There's references, just the title alone. They put care into it. Now, how many male roles were actually female roles in this porno? Well, actually, like most of the important characters were gender swapped. So Jay was a girl. Jay, Silent Bob, Dante, and Randall, they all had different names, but they were girls. Okay. And I believe Dante and Randall, or no, Randall, quote-unquote, was a lesbian who was trying to get Dante, quote-unquote, to come over to her side. Were they all hot? And Dante had this boyfriend and then an ex-boyfriend and, like, this whole thing. Rick Darris was probably the same. I don't know if Rick Darris was in it. But actually... Funnily enough, according to this movie's universe and logic, it takes place in the same universe as the actual Clerks So it's what, just on the other t- side like, of town? It's down the street at a porn shop. It takes place at a porn shop. Oh, weird. Yeah. So weird. Sex toy and porn shop, you know. That's really weird. That there's a female version of Jane Silent Bob down just, the street just hey, hanging doing out, the same thing. Just hanging out outside this giving blowjobs to people. This time they're having sex, yeah. yeah. Weird. That's so weird. Uh, I bet you some of the actresses were like, I, I told my mom I was going to be a real actress. Now I have the opportunity Dude, to play. it is ridiculous. I mean, as any it's porn funny. usually would be. But I don't know, man. I got to say, like, actually having, like, forced myself to sit through it. I like, got to say, that movie I gotta, was fucking hot. I got to <laughs> no, I, I gotta respect <laughs> the writers for, like, there were a lot of, like, little references to the original movie. I and don't like, think I can bring I'm myself... I'm surprised somebody put that much work into like the dialogue and jokes in a porn, you know? So weird. So it, weird. It, it is weird. <laughs> He's going to be like, Craig, I'll show you. I mean, say like you can't watch it. bring yourself to watch it. Like, it's still a porno, though. It's like... Yeah, but like what? You're going to be like, oh, like we're all adults here, man. Like, come on. I wasn't watching it to fucking titillate myself. It's a myself. wonderful life. <laughs> I got my jallies off. I mean, I'm just saying that's what most people do when they watch porn. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess. I'm just like, saying would you, that's what would, most people do. Because I mean, oh, we'll see. So one thing I really, really like about Clerks is that it's one of the only franchises 
where there really are only two characters that are important. Dante and Randall. Like, beyond that, of course Jay and Silent Bob are necessary. But Dante and Randall is what the movie was about. Yeah, those are really the two important characters, the clerks. But one thing I really love is there is a plethora of neglected characters. There really are. There's a lot of people, even people that weren't in the movie but were talked about. Yeah, and I I, I don't even mean, like, pertaining to the whole Viewisk universe, but clerks specifically. So we got Dante Hicks, of course. He wasn't supposed to be there today. Ever. Ever. Pretty much every day. never supposed to be there. No. At least, I mean, that's what it seems like happens anytime I see. It's always his day off. And Randall Graves. We could spend a lot of time dwelling on them, but our guess is you're familiar with them. If you're not, why have you spent this long listening to a podcast about clerks? Go watch the movie. That's why they're just listening to any of our podcasts. Well, of course, but go watch the fucking movie. It's and then come back. Fantastic, and 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 the animated series, and read the comics, and watch the flying car short. I think you're asking a bunch of people that like have at this point in their lives if they're listening to our random podcast about clerks. Spend an awful lot of time telling them to see the movie, see the TV show, read all the comics because there's more than a few. Um, how do I get my hands on these? I don't know. Go to the secret stash or something. New Jersey. So we got Dante and Randall. <laughs> they're there. I mean, and of course Jay and Silent Bob. And they're also there. They're on the outside. A lot of people in the mainstream that know this whole universe are actually, would you say, uh, know Jay and Silent Bob better than Dante or Randall? Sure. Jay and Silent Bob are obviously the most recognizable, the popular people characters. of the bunch. And they're They've in every one more, of the movies. They're yeah, in, they're in they're all in the a movies. Scream movie. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, Scream 3. Scream 3. Check it out. They're extras. There's another employee of the Quick Stop named Vincent. Now, this is really interesting. He's based on Vincent Pereira. I don't know how to pronounce it. Vincent Pereira? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. He's apparently the sociopathic mop boy. Um, he was actually in the original draft of Clerks, between when it was called Inconvenience and Clerks, when it was called Rude Clerks. Ah, yes. And in this original draft, Vincent was going to try to assassinate Dante when Dante was on his way to the bank to make the deposit. So, stop this for a second here. Do you think maybe the person that shot Dante at the end of the movie in the alternate ending was Vincent? Hmm. No, I don't think so, because I don't think Dante recognized him. But it's possible. I guess there is this moment of... (gasps) But Vincent does actually show up in continuity in one of the comics. In which case, he's he's gunning more for Randall in this, because he wants his job, and he hates Randall. Just hates him. There's Becky Scott, which is, of course, she was Dante and Randall's boss when they worked at movies. I'm pretty sure she's currently married to Dante. They have a child together. That would be, uh, let's see if that's what Clerks 3 is about. And then there's Elias, the the third clerk, Elias Grover, who, God love him. Oh, man, that boy, he's he's sweet. He does also have the best uh, Twitter handle. I remember when Clerks 2 first came out and he was talking about the Transformers movie. I would tell people... You know that's not a joke, right? You know they're actually making a live-action Transformers movie? And people are like, bullshit. Bullshit. That movie's going to be corny as fuck. And then It made a lot of money. They were like, right. Honestly, they, they were, were right. right. But they, they ended up loving it. <laughs> yeah, they ended up. They're like, it was brilliant. I was wrong. No, you weren't that wrong. 
you weren't too far off of Mountain Dew machines turning into. Now you got to wonder about Elias. See, his name is Elias Grover. Now you know Steve, Dave, and Walt. Yep. Those are two other characters. Um, they run. Well, rather, Steve Dave is the proprietor of Comic Toast, yep, a local, local comic, comic shop. shop. And Walt is just sort of a fanboy that hangs out with him there all the time. Interesting. Because, I mean, you know, it's kind of the opposite in real life. Now, Walt's name is Walt Grover, officially. But he's also been referred to as Walt Flanagan. So it's interesting. I don't know. Maybe his name's Walt Grover Flanagan. But Elias's parents were like super Jesus people. Do you think that Walt's parents might have been? Like yeah, that I think too? so. I definitely think so, actually. And, okay, there we go. Do we have a connection? They're probably cousins. Then, of course, there's Dante's ex-girlfriend, Veronica Lugren. Lugren? Lauren? Lauren? The one Lauren? that uh, brought lasagna to work. Lauren? I don't know. Yes. Funny that in all the fucking clerks media that's come out since never been touched upon what happened with him and Veronica. Uh, maybe because it was just at a different time. Like, you know, it was just an ex-girlfriend at that point. She was, she was a pretty big deal to Dante though. She was, she well, was I, I feel like, like, I feel like every girl was a pretty big deal to Dante. Very fair. <laughs> <clears throat> and then unfortunate, of- by the way, for Katie. Caitlin or Caitlin. And then of course, yes, Caitlin Bree who fucked a dead guy and wound up. She wound up in a mental home. Like I'm pretty sure she's whacked. Like she's probably still there today. Well, do you think uh, that was kind of creepy when they just let Willem get into the ambulance? (laughs) (laughs) And he just drove off with him. (laughs) And there she is like comatose. Incidentally, in the Christmas comic, the Clerks Christmas comic. I know what you're talking about. I've when Dante goes to visit Caitlin at the mental home, Willem is there as a patient freaking out about the sailboat from Mallrats, of course. Ah, uh, yes, yes. He snapped and yelled at some kids. Then there's Leonardo Leonardo. He is a billionaire philanthropist whose grandfather, Bernardo Leonardo, Purchased the land that would become Leonardo, New Jersey from the Indians. Um, LL himself became rich exploring Canada and acquiring exclusive Canadian mineral rights. Okay. He, of course, owns the massive towering Leonardo Tower. Opened the quicker stop before it was blown up. Ah, by uh, dynamite, right? Yeah, a lot. A lot of dynamite. apparently Jay and Silent Bob were in the business of selling dynamite. It was on TV. Yeah, they actually made Jay and Silent Bob fireworks and explosive salesmen in the animated series because they couldn't make them drug dealers on on ABC primetime. Right. Then there's Mr. Plug, Leonardo Leonardo's butler, based on uh, Odd Job from James Bond. From James Bond, with a hat. Who has a very effeminate voice, just not at all what you'd expect from... From a guy that size? Such a big, intimidating... He is very intimidating. Then there's Lando, a regular at the quick stop. Oh, I love Lando. Not too much is known about him. I mean, he was introduced into the cartoon series about halfway through. And then he was asked to fly a plane, and then he said, nope, not you. The other Lando. And that's about it. Like, he was basically, he was the tongue-in-cheek token black character. Right. And there is a cut scene that was storyboarded but was never filmed. Which involved a uh, Lion King parody. 
like with the sun rising yeah everyone in leonardo looking up and the african chanting and lando was seen stocking newspapers i believe in this scene so oh, that really? that might be his occupation he's a newspaper salesman or just a paper boy he probably owns the like newspaper uh, boxes building. you know the no boxes. little boxes that you buy oh, okay newspapers from. now another regular i guess this is really interesting I think they called him the schlub. Basically, you've watched the, uh, you recently rewatched the animated series, right? Uh, yeah, most of it. Do you remember the character that Brian Poshen spoke? The guy with the red T-shirt and the like, short brown hair, fat dude. The uh, the guy that didn't know if it was safe. Yes, 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 yes. At the beginning of the first episode, yep. and then later with the dynamite. And then he did another uh, character that was at the convention. Oh, when yeah. They had the clerk's convention. Maybe sure. he was just a stock. Yep. That was just a stock character. But When the series first premiered on the official website, there was a characters section. And they oh, showed yeah? pictures of all the characters. Dante, Randall, Jay, Silent Bob, Leonardo, Mr. Plug, and the schlub. Interestingly enough, Lando didn't get a fucking page. Credit. <laughs> Who was the schlub? I don't know, but it was that dude. So I, I assume had the series continued and been allowed to develop, he would have been like a regular customer that was just yeah, kind maybe. of a schlub. Schlubby. Very intriguing. He's schlubby in demeanor. Never heard anything about it. This is my own interpretation because I saw it on the website and I was like, what's the deal with that? And then there's the kid in the helmet, a local special needs child in the neighborhood from the Clerks cartoon. He actually was supposed to appear in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, uh, played by whatever the kid's name is that played Beans on Even Stevens. Uh, You can find that in the deleted scenes. Kind of cool. And then last, but certainly not fucking least, the most neglected, overlooked character of all. Drumroll, please. Care to take a stab at it, Craig? I can. Yeah, I'll just edit that out. You're not going to. I'm not going to get it. One of my favorite characters. This character is only in the original movie, but I feel was an important character, contributed to a lot of the atmosphere, because they were present in a lot of the scenes. Present in a lot of the scenes? I'm speaking, of course, of Lennon's tomb. The The black cat. cat. Yes. Felix. No, Lennon's tomb. Lennon's tomb. Not John Lennon, but, you know, Lennon. Like, you know. I do know. All that World War II shit. Yeah, that that guy. (laughs) In real life, apparently this was a cat that hung out around the quick stop a lot. And when Kevin Smith worked there, they would let the cat in the store. The cat would hang out. Like, it it hung out around that area. They all knew it. They named it Lennon's Tomb. And it wound up in a place in the movie. So I assume, I assume in-universe, same idea. But it really kind of breaks my heart that this character hasn't had any attention in universe. I think even though the cat's not around in real life, like if they had put him in the comics or the cartoons or something, that would be really cool. You would like them to put put the cat in the comics? You know what? As far as I'm concerned, Lennon's tomb was the third clerk long before Elias was. Oh, you hear that, Elias? Kevin Smith, if you're listening, put Lennon's tomb... In Clerks 3, or have a reference to Lennon's Tomb in Clerks 3. I'm happy with either, but I will mark for that shit. If you just just reference the cat. 
I, I can see it in your face. He's serious, Kevin. Dude, fuck it. Lennon's tomb is my favorite character. It's fuck Black it. Cat. I just came to that realization. What was it that Randall said its name was when the guy in Clerks asked what its name was? He said Lennon's tomb, but he also said annoying customer. Annoying customer, yeah. That's when like, I fucking prick. That was Walt Flanagan. I'm also a big fan of the soundtrack. I gotta say, a lot of the music isn't necessarily great music, but it works so well. Yeah, so emblematic of the, the the time period and the mood and the tone of the movie. Like, yeah, the movie's very nostalgic to me, and so so is the music. Makes sense to me. There was actually a music video. Um, have you ever seen it? The Soul Asylum. I can't uh, even I tell. I haven't seen the music video, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the song that plays in the end credits, and the music video is pretty cool. It's got Randall. Dante, Jay, Silent Bob, all of them in it, and they're playing hockey on the roof. Yeah, they play hockey awesome. against the band. There's, it's pretty dope. Check it out. It's on YouTube. Oh, goddamn! I love Clerks. You love Clerks. Anybody who's listening to this podcast would, right? Well, we say it should be that. Way. I hope. Well, at least after hearing us, if you haven't, you would love it. <laughs> at least after we told you to love it, you know. No, us now you're going to go out there and comply. Us discuss clerics. I can imagine anybody that hasn't watched yet been like, that is fucking awesome. Or they would have, you know, turned it off, uh, our podcast off at the moment, gone out, gotten clerics, watched it, then turned us back on. I'm like, yeah, you fucking know it. I don't think that happened. You can dream and having at least five people. Well, it was a lot of fun. I do think we should do some recommendations because we haven't done that in a while. Ah. Our oft-neglected segment, Recommendations. Hmm. So I take it you agree? No, I disagree. God damn you. I think people can think for themselves, and we don't need to tell them what to like. We don't have to tell them what to like, but we give them options that they might not know are available at the moment. (laughs) All right, you win. Well, what do you recommend me to get into, Craig? Well... Maybe not you personally, because you'll probably have to have an iPad or smartphone. I don't. I have neither. <laughs> but there is an app on iPhone and Android called Football Heroes. You probably also have to have an interest in football. Maybe. Which I also am lacking Maybe, in. Maybe. But it's, it's, like, uh, it's like the NBA Jam or NFL Blitz of football games. You, it's, it kind of reminds wait, me wait. of... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> It's like the NFL blitz of football Well, yeah, games. because you didn't actually like go punching people in blitz. You just super tackled them. It's like the NFL blitz of football <laughs> games? It's Yeah, it's similar. <laughs> it's like the NFL blitz of football games? It's similar to it, yeah. NFL blitz is the NFL blitz of football games. It's like games, the Dungeons but... & Dragons of RPGs. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> more similar to nba jam because you go around hitting uh the other team and that's like how you break tackles you you guys just like literally punch each other in the face by tapping on the screen and and one of them will fall down yes and start running for the end zone you know and then another guy will come to you and you have like power moves and shit that you so it's more like the hockey of football games (laughs) yes maybe 
but there is no hockey game that's similar to it. Yeah, why don't oh, they blade, have a hockey? Blades can of Steel beat, in the 90s, but... Can you beat the shit out of each other in hockey yeah, games or no? Sure, NHL... I mean, they have designated oh, okay. fights. That's you so can get into funny. A fight. You can turn fighting fights is on. such an institution in that sport <laughs> that they incorporate it into in the video games. A lot, of, a lot game. of the video games. Like, I mean, I know that's an obvious statement, but really think about that, and that's kind of like that's kind of interesting. So, what's the app called? Football Heroes. Download it. It's pretty cool. I recently stumbled upon a pretty cool web series. Um, oh they're yeah. Like, each episode's about probably. I don't know, six to 13 minutes long hmm. or so. You can't redo Platoon of Power Squadron. No. Okay. Those episodes are much longer. Yeah. This is, um, it's called High Maintenance. It's really fucking cool, dude. High Maintenance, huh? Basically, the main character is a weed dealer. In, I believe he's in New York City. I'm almost positive he is. And each episode is about like a different customer that he has to bring weed to. Now, this isn't like your normal like stoner thing. It's nothing like that. It's really fucking good. The cinematography, the production value, top notch. And it's a web series? The characters, the, it's, it's great, yes. And I think there's 11 where could episodes. Where you find it? Uh, you can check out all the episodes at vimeo.com slash high maintenance. It's pretty dope, dude. Like I, I definitely suggest it. Very funny. The soundtrack is awesome. Yeah? What type of soundtrack does it have? Eh, a lot of indie music. can imagine. Maybe I'll check that out. Maybe I'll let you play Football Heroes in a minute. <laughs> yeah, we'll <laughs> see about that. Well, after you check that out, you should definitely head over to our Facebook page and like us, Fairpoint Podcast. See a lot of shit on there. Know what's going on. Have your ear to the ground, everything. As well as follow us on Twitter at Fairpoint Pod. And you should still be keeping your eyes on secretroommultimedia.com. It's coming soon. It's, it's done been coming soon, and it'll be coming soon for until <laughs> whenever we say yeah. so. And shoot us an email at, uh, of course, fairpointpodcast at yahoo.com. And check out some of our videos at youtube.com on our slash fairpointpodcast YouTube channel of the same name. <laughs> Gets a little repetitive after a while, you know. Don't forget, too, I've started a new series, Sylph Radio. It's coming very soon. It'll be available on iTunes. And I, for one, am slightly excited about it. I listened to the, the clip from it from last week's podcast. And you're actually in the second episode, so. So, uh, you know, the sooner that comes, the sooner you hear me again. Absolutely. From SecretRoomMultimedia.com. I'm Nathan Kapiser. And I'm Craig Lewis. Thank you, as always, for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Well, yeah, we, we correct ourselves on this every fucking week. We won't actually see anyone. Blah, blah, we're blah. Gonna, you know we're not even going to hear them. Yeah, for real. Whatever. I couldn't imagine. That's got to be awesome. My first time watching Jaws was in syndication on a 20-inch tube TV. It really is a great movie. With, uh, yeah, with commercials, can... commercial interruptions. So, You know, I mean, I also, was, I, was also, yeah, I was also only 10. So, you know, I was at my grandparents' house. I remember it. It was a Sunday afternoon, and I was watching on, like, one of those, like, WGN or UPN. <laughs> 27 inches was big back then.
<laughs> I'm just going to edit that into us talking about the porn. That'd be great. Not really. Nowadays, 27 inches ain't shit. 